0: The Dallas Cowboys have an unfair advantage every year when it comes to scheduling. If you don't believe me, ask Troy Aikman. That and more on today's episode of Locked On Commanders.
1: Your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is the
0: make Commanders, the Locked On Commanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. This is your daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders. So please subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts, so you always get the latest episodes when they drop. I'm David Harrison, credential member of the media covering your Washington Commanders for Commander Country, a part of Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation. You can find me there, here, or on Twitter at dHarrison82 or anytime. You can text me at 202 760 2644. Thank you for making Locked On Commanders your first listen or view today and every day. Wrapping up the week by dropping my predictions and projections for the upcoming NFL schedule release that is targeted for May 11th uh, of next week. Uh, sorry for the late drop on this episode. Thursday kind of got away from me a little bit. Very hectic day, but dropping it here for you Friday before we get to the weekend. Real quick, want to give a special thanks to all the everydayers out there, especially Wild Bill, who sent in an email question, kind of comment, kind of question that really kind of was uh, fortuitous, right? Because this was the scheduled episode, a schedule release preview uh, prediction and and all that stuff. Still watching film on the two Washington Commerce offensive linemen. I've got one more game I want to watch on Braden Daniels before I deliver that to you. So that will be coming up. Uh, next week, uh, got a little fun, little mock draft Monday. Last mock draft Monday of the season coming for you on Monday, and then we'll get back to our film review sessions. Uh, we've got a lot of fun stuff coming down the pike there for that. But Wild Bill wrote in and said that he heard Troy Aikman had said. So Wild Bill heard that Troy Aikman said that the Dallas Cowboys had an advantage when playing on Thanksgiving Day, uh, and first, basically, the traveling team always has one less day, one fewer day to prepare than the Dallas Cowboys do because the Cowboys are playing at home, so they don't have the travel day. Second, it gives the Cowboys somewhat of an additional bye week following that opponent because, just like every other Thursday game, you get three extra days for the next week's preparation. And Bill basically says he understands that Dallas is a big TV draw, but is there any reason the league cannot schedule them a home and away rotation, rotating every year so that the Cowboys still play on Thanksgiving, but they don't play at home? Every single season. Uh, although it's still a scheduling advantage, then it seems to be a little bit more of a fair approach. Uh, Bill, I appreciate the email, appreciate the sentiment. And and certainly I think that the idea, the the compromise of you know, go ahead and put the cowboys on a home and away schedule. Uh, certainly I think that's a fair compromise if the NFL wanted to make one. So before we can determine though, if something needs to change, we really need to figure out if there is a problem, like Troy Aikman uh, suggests, because honestly. The 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 suggestions that Aikman is suggesting don't really fall outside the norm. Like those aren't Thanksgiving specific, right? Like every time a team has to travel, they kind of lose a day of preparation, I suppose. Although really, it's not a day of preparation because on a home game, right? Like Saturday, let's, let's a regular week, a Sunday game. Uh, if the Washington Commanders are playing at home, Saturday their players are off. I mean, they can come in and work out and get treatment and all that stuff if they want to. But there are no practices, meetings. Uh, things like that going on and then so for away games they obviously travel they go to the team hotel uh, do all that stuff that's that's a normal process so the the away team playing Dallas on Thanksgiving, losing a day uh, to travel really is not new. That's a Thursday problem and it's not Thanksgiving problem again, it's every Thursday game problem because usually the home team they're they're kind of recovering Monday doing meetings recovering Tuesday doing meetings might do a walkthrough Wednesday and then they play Thursday. Whereas the away team is traveling, obviously that Wednesday. So they can't do, you know, the walkthrough. Sometimes you hear about them doing walkthroughs in the hotels uh, after they get there. So now that is where I think the crux of this conversation come in is, is it fair necessarily for the Cowboys to get that week at home every, every single year? I don't know that it really uh, completely matters other than the fact that, like you said, it is a Thursday night game. So, certainly make the Cowboys travel every once in a while versus uh staying home could be a compromise. Now the Cowboys have been playing on Thanksgiving since 1966 at home and they've won each or they did win each of their first six games they hosted on the holiday before they lost 31 to 10 to the San Francisco 49ers in 19, 1972. Now, their win on Thanksgiving last year against the New York Giants however was their first win on Thanksgiving since 2018. So just kind of talking about how lopsided is the series in favor of the Dallas Cowboys. In total, the Cowboys are 32-22-1 on Thanksgiving, which is a winning percentage of 580, so just a little over 500. So the advantage, honestly, doesn't really seem to be there. I get what Troy is saying, and I see why this is a conversation, certainly, uh, especially if you're in the division uh, against the Dallas Cowboys, any type of any type of perceived advantage given to an opponent, you want to make sure you try to even uh, the playing field. And again, I don't think... Putting them on a home and away schedule isn't necessarily a bad idea. You know what I mean? Um, but as far as an actual competitive advantage, I don't know how much of a competitive advantage it really brings them. And since every team has to play a Thursday game anyway, as long as the road opponent isn't the same road opponent every year, it isn't necessarily a big enough drawback, I don't think, for the NFL to consider uh, changing it, especially. And Bill acknowledged like the TV draw, got it. But not. it's not just a TV draw. The Giants and Cowboys Thanksgiving game last year was the most watched regular season game in NFL history. It drew 42 million plus viewers. So it's not just a TV draw. It's the TV draw. As much as we hate it, uh, as much as we don't like it, it, it just is what it is. More viewers tune in to a Dallas Cowboys Thanksgiving game than any other regular season game uh, in NFL history. In fact, one other, the third most watched regular season game in NFL history is another Cowboys uh, Thanksgiving game. So it is what it is. Um, The NFL has basically tried to address other NFL teams getting the opportunity to host Thanksgiving games and get some burn on Thanksgiving Day uh, by adding that third game. So you now have the Lions with the home game, the Cowboys with the home game, and then there is a third game now. I think 2006 is when that started uh, so that, you know, But that third game doesn't have a traditionally repeating host. It's just uh, kind of a flex game, and that gives other teams the opportunity to host uh, Thanksgiving games. Lastly, home teams were 8-11 last year on Thursday night games. Um, as of 2020, which is the last accurate uh, aggregation I can find, uh, home teams were winning Thursday games at a clip of about 50-57%, which is about normal. Home teams win about 57-60% to 60%, uh, of games anyway. So really... That Thursday home game not really an advantage from a winning and win loss perspective to the home team uh, versus the away team uh, as we would probably like it to be right. So again, not sure that all those numbers really give the NFL enough motivation to switch it. Uh, plus, we have to remember that for Lions and Cowboys fans, this is part of Thanksgiving, right? And and again, this, this goes back goes back a while. So a lot of football fans these days like that's always been a Thanksgiving thing. That's not the case for any every NFL fan base. There are plenty of markets where if you put a Thursday, Thanksgiving Day game on in that market, it would be kind of risky because you definitely want a sold-out stadium. You definitely want to make as much money off if you can if you're, if you're in the NFL. So if you go into some sort of rotational system, right, like uh, we have the, these international rules and we have these Thursday night rule. like if you go into a system where every team is essentially forced at some point in time to host an NFL game, you try to make the best matchups you can but eventually, you're going to be forced to send a game to, say, Tampa, Florida on Thursday afternoon on Thanksgiving Day. And I'll tell you right now, that team is not good. If That Buccaneer squad is not good. Uh, they better be playing the Cowboys or a team that has a fan base that travels really well because if not, those, seat, those seats in that stadium are going to be empty. Uh, places where people have more options, you know, I mean, you see FedEx, right? They completely close uh, a level of the stadium because it's not going to sell. When people have options on how they spend their off time, your team has to be really good in order to fill those seats. So if you end up putting yourself in a situation as the NFL where you're basically stuck putting a game in a place where you don't necessarily want to because of the rotation, that could be a problem. Also, uh, I don't know that a lot of players and coaches are really itching to play on Thanksgiving either, so they're kind of happy to let the Cowboys and Lions keep up that tradition. So they don't have to publicly kind of say we don't want to do things like, yeah, yeah, no, you guys, you guys, you guys keep your Thanksgiving tradition. You're good. Uh, These guys don't get a lot of downtime in the season. But Thanksgiving is a holiday that usually the teams will make exceptions for. I know, last year, Washington gave their guys Thanksgiving off and they still won their following game uh, against the Atlanta Falcons. Now, I do think they came in Tuesday of that week, so they didn't get Tuesday off. They got Thursday off. So they put the same amount of work in, just uh, flip the schedule around so that guys could be home. Uh, For Thanksgiving or the single guys could hang out and and get a good meal uh, on Thanksgiving. So on top of concerns over whether a home team crowd would fill a stadium, there's also, you know, the other aspects of the logistics of it. So I don't think Lions Cowboys Thanksgiving is really going anywhere uh, anytime soon. But there is a chance that the Washington Commanders could be playing on Thanksgiving this year if you want them to. And that is coming up next as I try to predict the schedule on today's episode of Locked On Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team. Every day, And we're doing that today. Thanks to our friends over at built bar. If you're looking for a delicious snack, but you don't want all the sugar and the calories, then you need the best tasting protein bar ever built. You got to try this built bars are healthy and they taste amazing. They taste so amazing. You're not going to realize that they're good for you. Plus they're all covered in 100% real dark chocolate and they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter, brownie, and cookies and cream. The bars taste like candy bars while maintaining amazing healthy macros while only carrying 130 calories, just 4 grams of sugar, but they pack 17 grams of protein. You can get them at your local Walmart or your Sam's Club, where specialty flavors can be found on Built.com. Head to your nearest Walmart today. You can grab yourself a 4-bar box of cookies and cream bar, double chocolate bar, or coconut puff in the pharmacy section. Or if you go to Sam's Club, you can run in there and grab a 13-bar box of hit flavors like brownie batter puff and churro puff. And of course, you can still go to built.com and check out the limited edition animal cookie bar, peanut butter puff, or snook snickerdoodle chunk puff. That's built.com built different. You got to try this. Thanks for making a lock On to manage your first listen or your first view of the day. Again, especially on YouTube. all the everydayers out there coming through five days a week as we drop episodes five days a week. Schedule prediction time. We're going to try to dive into this. It's like mock drafting, right? If I get like two or three of these games right, I'm going to be super happy and chalk that up to a win. But let's see if we can figure out a little bit of this thing. So uh, for those who don't already know, Washington's home opponents this year are set to be, of course, Philadelphia, the New York Giants, the Dallas Cowboys, but also the Miami Dolphins, the Arizona Cardinals, the San Francisco 49ers, Buffalo Bills, and the Chicago Bears will all head to FedEx this season uh, to play games against the Commanders. On the road, the Commanders will face, again, the Eagles, the Giants, and the Cowboys, but they'll also head back to MetLife for a second trip to face the Jets. They'll head west to, uh, to face the Seattle Seahawks and the Los Angeles Rams. They'll head south to the Atlanta Falcons. They'll head to Mile High to face the Denver Broncos. And they will also face the New England Patriots. So those are the opponents. Now let's start by first trying to predict which games could be primetime games. Now, it's important to remember no team is allowed more than five primetime games. I think the flex schedule at the end of the season allows for like an additional uh, primetime game potentially. But look, unless you're Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles, Maybe the Buffalo Bills, you're not getting five primetime games. I think Tom Brady and the Buccaneers got four last year, if I'm, if memory serves. Uh, so I doubt Washington is going to get five. You know, you You're probably looking at one or two at the most, and that includes your Thursday night game. So it just kind of is the state. I mean, you see the national projections. People are already predicting the Washington Commanders to have like the fifth or sixth overall draft pick uh, next season. So people not expecting a lot from this team on the outside. now. What are some options when you look at these opponents for potential primetime games? I think probably your best option is in Philadelphia, right? Last year, the Philadelphia Eagles were undefeated coming into primetime at home against the Washington Commanders on Monday Night Football. The game was exciting. It was surprising. And it honestly sets up good reasons for both fan bases to turn up both in the stadium and on television and for the rest of the league to really take notice as well. Uh, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, okay, Washington, you did well last year, Monday night in Philly. So we're going to reward you by sending you back and give you another primetime trip. It would be on the road, it would be in a hostile environment. The NFL would love it. It's a division rivalry, all of those things. Uh, and for commanders fans, look, if Jalen or if, uh, if Sam Howell can beat Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles, I mean, maybe that's where you start the legend of Sam Howell, right? Uh, so that's kind of the number one option. I think the number one target that makes most sense for the NFL to schedule as a primetime matchup for the Washington Commanders. Next one I have is verse Arizona. Why? Because there's really only one way to make Arizona Cardinals versus Washington Commanders more exciting than it already isn't. And that is to put it on Thursday night football. It's a primetime game. Yes, it's a technicality, but it's there. Look, rabid football fans, guys and gals that just need football 24 seven are going to tune in because it's the only game on. That's why Thursday night football continues because they literally have the market cornered and the NFL wins because they get a West coast fan base, they get an East coast fan base uh, and everybody in between will have some interest in it. And like I said, uh, with the trajectory that the Arizona Cardinals are on with the expectations that people have for the Washington commanders, pretty much the only way you're going to get a lot of excitement out of that game. Next up next candidate I have for a primetime matchup is versus Buffalo. So Buffalo, Josh Allen at FedEx field, Anytime the NFL can get Josh Allen on primetime, they're probably going to try to take it. You have the nation's capital backdrop. Uh, you got all this. If this is a later game, you get the Buffalo Bills outside of upstate New York winter weather. Um, so you actually have the potential of having a good Buffalo offensive output in that game. So I think the Buffalo Bills, just a natural draw for the NFL to make a primetime game. Next up, I've got at Denver on the list of potential primetime games possibly look. I don't know how big the Russell Wilson commander storyline really play out like it's going to be something we talk about i'm sure it's going to be something that's written out here from a national perspective i don't know how big of a deal that really is going to be but if you do it early enough in the 2023 nfl season you could milk the fact that this year is 35 years since doug williams became the first black quarterback to win a super bowl now this is a technicality right because the game was played in 1988 now obviously it was played in january of 1988 so we're well past the 35th anniversary, but the game was played in 1988. So you could lean on that 35-year storyline, yada yada yada. It's the 36th season because, of course, the Super Bowl played in '88 was for the '87 season. But Washington and Denver didn't play last year, so you didn't have that opportunity. So if you're at the if you're at the NFL and you really want to milk this, you get the setting of Mile High uh, in primetime, which is always great. You get the Washington versus Denver history in there, which is good. Um, all those things. So. Again a little bit of a reach there but that's kind of where we're getting at the bottom of the barrel of options here for primetime games And then the final one is gonna be at Dallas and I think that's Thanksgiving It's not really a primetime game but it's still a big game right? So I think that's a possibility here. Washington uh, did play on Thanksgiving four out of five years and if if you include their 2020 win over the Cowboys that was their fourth and five seasons that they had played on Thanksgiving uh, but they haven't played you know, on Thanksgiving in the last two years, which means we're pretty much due. For a Thanksgiving game, right? So we've identified the potential prime time or nationally broadcast games. In the case of like Thanksgiving uh, and all that, but how do those predictions, projections, possibilities? And I'm not saying all those games are going to be prime time games. How do those possibilities fit into a schedule prediction? That's coming up next on today's episode.
1: They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Schedule prediction
0: time here on Locked On Commanders, so a wrap up the week heading into the weekend. The NFL has announced that it has a target date of May 11th, which is next week uh, to try to release the NFL schedule. Now that Lamar Jackson is back with Baltimore, now the Aaron Rodgers trade to the New York Jets is solidified, that kind of gives them uh, all the ammo they need to really go through and solidify the schedule. So we're going to do our best here to see if we can't nail down some of these games. Uh, I think anytime the Washington Commanders open the year against a division rival, it's usually against the Philadelphia Eagles since 2010 the 2010 season, the Washington Commanders opened uh, the season against the Dallas Cowboys. Ever since then, Washington has opened their season with the Philadelphia Eagles four times uh, in, in those, in, in, in since again, since 2010. Three of those four have been home games, which means if the Commanders are going to open up against a division rival, it's probably the Eagles. And honestly, the math says it's probably going to be in philadelphia so what better week to get our first primetime game monday night football you get the philadelphia eagles at home defending nfc champions let's see them take on the team that gave them their first loss of the of the year last season it's sam howell's first start of his first season really kind of inducted as the starting quarterback and a storyline here is going to be back-to-back starts against nfc east rivals to start sam howell's career so i think week one You're talking primetime at Philadelphia for Monday Night Football. Now what I've got filled in here already for you is kind of the key games, right? So I've got that week 11 at Dallas Cowboys Thanksgiving game. And again, hopefully I I read the calendar uh, correct. I think I I got the weeks uh, spread out correctly. But week 11 at Dallas Cowboys uh, for a Thanksgiving matchup. Again, the first one uh, in just a few years. And I think that's probably what's coming up so i will be spending my thanksgiving in uh dallas texas and we will hope for a washington commanders victory over dak prescott and uh quote unquote america's team um i think that thursday night game against arizona i went with that i went with that idea i plugged that in week 17 of the season it's just not going to be again the sexiest uh matchup in the world but if it with any luck for the nfl maybe the commanders are fighting for a playoff spot and they bring the Arizona Cardinals in for Thursday night, and that draws a little bit more attention. Uh, And then Week 18, we know the NFL likes to end on uh, a division matchup, so I've got the Washington Commanders hosting the New York Giants for Week 18. And then if you look, Week 8 I think is really interesting. Um, The New England Patriots are one of the teams that are scheduled to play and host an overseas game this year, the Washington Commanders have an extra away game. So again, we have these 17 game schedules now. So every year, the NFC and the AFC flip-flop. So last year the NFC got an extra home game. This year the AFC gets an extra home game. Uh one of Washington's extra away games now because of that is against the New England Patriots. The Patriots are scheduled to play in Germany, and I don't know, there's just something about the Patriots versus the team from America's capital playing in Germany. It just kind of makes sense. To me, I don't know that the NFL passes up that opportunity. Um, it would be Washington's first time playing overseas since 2016 when they were played in the UK. And it'll only be the second year that the NFL is in Germany, so it would be a great opportunity. And I'm just going to be honest. I'm going to be a little selfish. I would love to go back to Germany. I spent 12 years of my life in Germany. Uh, I love America more than anything, but Germany is certainly a second favorite, so I would love to go back there uh, and get back uh, to to Germany for you know a week or so. Uh, week 9, is the bye week. So if you play overseas the, the week following, you get uh, your bye week. So that would give us our week nine bye week there. So I've already got plugged in week one, Monday night football in Philadelphia, week eight in Germany, technically in New England, uh, week nine bye week, week 11 in Dallas for Thanksgiving, week 17 at home against Arizona on Thursday night, week 18 at home against the New York Giants to close out. The year, but we got to fill in the rest of this schedule. And here's what I've got. Week two at home against the Chicago Bears. Uh, you have an exciting matchup, Monday night football against Philadelphia Eagles. Let's follow it up with what was quite the snoozer last year. Uh, but versus Chicago Bears, maybe we get a little bit more excitement out of this game. Week three, get back to the division, host the New York Giants before you head to New York in week four to face the Jets. So you get a New York back-to-backer, but one is the Giants coming to FedEx, one is uh, the commander's heading to MetLife to face the Jets. Week five, bring in the Miami Dolphins. Week six, bring in the Dallas Cowboys. So you get four home games in the first six games because week seven, you're going to Seattle all the way to the West Coast. And then week eight, you're going to Germany all the way overseas. And yes, I've seen the NFL do it. So I would not be surprised to see them do it here. Week nine, you get that by week. Week 10, bring in the San Francisco 49ers to FedEx before you head on the road to the Dallas Cowboys for Thanksgiving. Week 12, you're on the West Coast in Los Angeles against the Rams. Come back to the East Coast for a Week 13 home game against the Philadelphia Eagles. Then you head to the Midwest, uh, the Mountain Region, for a Week 14 matchup against the Denver Broncos in Denver. Back home for Buffalo, head south to face the Atlanta Falcons in Week 16. And then you wrap it up with two home games, Week 17, Week 18, Arizona and the New York Giants. So, just like mock drafts, I'm sure that we're going to get that 100% correct, zero flaws, zero mistakes. uh But that's just kind of what I put together. Look, if you've got your own schedule predictions, your own prime time predictions, your own Thanksgiving predictions, uh I'm going to be honest with you guys. Like New England, that that game to me is is going to be great regardless because I've actually never been to the Boston area, so I I'm looking forward to to visiting Boston. I'll probably go up there a few days early. Uh, get some sightseeing and stuff like that. And if it's in Germany, then I get to go back to Germany. So I'm going to win uh for that game from a personal experience either way. And then Denver, whenever that game is, Colorado is home. Uh, my original home. It's where I joined the army from. Haven't been back there much since I joined the army, Uh, and obviously that was over 20 years ago. But always great to get back to Colorado, even for a short period of time. So I'm looking forward to that matchup uh, as well as is I'm sure Nikki Javala of the Washington Post, who covered the Broncos for uh, a period of time. So. That's my schedule prediction. Uh, let me know what your thoughts are on my prediction. Let me know what your thoughts are on your own predictions, prime time, what you think of Thanksgiving, uh, all of those things. Um, in the meantime, thank you for making locked on commanders, your first listen or your first view every single day for the everyday. Again, I'll be back a little bit of a fun mock draft Monday, Uh kind of not a full mock draft Monday, but a little bit of a mock draft Monday episode coming up to start next week. And then uh, I'm, I'm, going to watch more film this weekend and then tuesday want to drop the offensive line ricky stromberg and brain daniels uh their film study episode where they fit into the depth chart and then we'll continue down through the draft class all leading to washington commander's rookie camp next friday uh my friday episode next week will be late again but not for the same reasons and actually be later because we will get media access to nfl rookie camp next friday so i'm going to go to rookie camp get my observations, and then I will shoot an episode. So probably Friday evening for that Friday episode. But either way, I'll be back eventually, sooner rather than later. In the meantime, send your questions or your comments via email to LockedOnCommanders at gmail.com, on Twitter at DHarrison82, here in the YouTube comments, in the live chat, or text me anytime at 202-760-2644 via subtext. Signing off for today, I'm David Harrison, staff writer for Commander Country, credential member of the media, covering your Washington Commanders. For Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation. And more importantly, hanging out with you. Five days this week, five days every week. Until we speak again, if you're out and about, please be safe. Be kind to one another, and I'll see you right back here next time for another episode of Locked On Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every day.
1: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.